Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for this episode, we are doing another anniversary episode, this time for its 30th anniversary. 30th? It is 30th. Yeah, 30th. Field of Dreams. Yep, 30th. Field of Dreams. And I am back uh, from my mission from my assignment special uh, assignment I, I special, special assignment, assignment. Uh, uh, i was gonna ask you uh folks out there i was gonna ask all the questions that you're thinking about but we can't it's a special assignment and you gotta keep it private so please respect that well i mean it, it's special sure but you Allegra, <laughs> did talk about it you know what what i was doing uh so maybe not so secret <laughs> But I guess hey, not, right? So yeah. what we were at about wrangling cobras. Yeah, <laughs> wrangling cobras, you know, in one hand and holding the baby in the other, yep. you know. Right. But uh, I want to, you know, thank you two for kind of carrying the torch, you know, while I was unable to record a couple times. Uh, thanks for the birthday shout out on the Us episode, which was a an amazing uh, review. Really enjoyed that one. Thank you, sir. I was glad that I liked a couple of movies and that I necessarily didn't like have to like completely trash any <laughs> not completely no not anyway, completely but the, the never been kissed not completely but, just hey, semi i really enjoyed that one though i really enjoyed your guys review on never been kissed that um i i mean there were so many good elements about it do you know what i mean and again mm-hmm. again i know you and i were like i think you know i'm a fan of drew barrymore i think we talked about how good she is especially when these you know i know she did a lot of romantic ho- comedies and she's good at that you know but you know again it's a dated certain uh certain i guess certain tropes that are a problem, you know, and yeah, you know, Hollywood's kind of getting slowly but surely getting there, sure, getting better sure. at them, you know. And, and some of those '90s tropes and whatever need to stay in the '90s, you know. Yeah, for sure. Along with the hairstyles and the clothing. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I had a good time listening to you guys, and you know, uh, you know, one one could make an argument that uh, maybe it was a better quality of of content, you know, with me uh, bowing out for a, a couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go that e- far. <laughs> even though, even though you try to say I'm two thirds of the show, which uh, again, you know, make, <laughs> m- making very nice comments on my birthday uh, episode there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, ho- I hope you had a really good birthday, uh, and that everything's been good for you. And I know, I know you've been busy, man. It's like this whole uh, ramping up of uh, Cobra Kai season two. Uh, just man, what what are we like two weeks away? Less than two weeks. We Something are like we are we're, definitely we're less than two weeks at the time of this recording. And right. you, you know you, you couldn't be wrong, correct? You couldn't be more right. Well, you were on the nose. More right. I think it's you, more right. Okay. <laughs> you were on the nose <laughs> when you said that I was busy with that stuff because I counted. I released nine episodes for Cobra Kai Companion in the month of March. Holy crap. That's yeah. a lot. That's, That's a, a lot. lot and especially, yeah, especially because uh, in March we did, did we do a couple of past subjects in March that we did together? Or because or, I, know, I know it's been a little more um, kind of challenging as far as getting out, you know, which I, you know, you and I, besides, this is a little, little baseball. Yeah, uh-huh. inside baseball. Huh? Huh? All right. Yeah. <laughs> or well, inside baseball. Behind the scenes, inside baseball. Both those things happened where Peter and I were like discussing, like, hey, you know, um, you want me to step in? you know, as a pinch hitter and uh, go ahead and like get a couple episodes out of Postalgia because I know you've been busy and stuff, you know, and again, you know how it is. Uh, That's right. Not only yeah, did you, you know, knock so it out of the park, I, I ran home to catch 
<laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this analogy. You, you know, I, I don't, don't know, do baseball. You, had, you were going, you were doing so well right there. You know, I know you don't. You took, no. Like if it, if this was like Hoosiers or something, then you can do, you can have all the basketball analogies and uh, puns, right? That's true. You know, I was kind of low key, <laughs> right? like you know, when when you were saying like, oh, me and Allegra, we could probably do a couple episodes or something, and you're talking about like, uh, oh, we're, we're trying to decide be- between Never Been Kissed and Feel the Dreams. In the back of my head, I was like, please leave me with Never Been Kissed because like that, I could probably understand a little bit more. Um, <laughs> Peter knows kissing. He doesn't know baseball. <laughs> well, I know about never being been kissed, probably. Um, but yes, oh. the, the, you know. Basically, thank you guys for for uh, taking over. I think you know having you come on and having you been on many episodes before. I think it was a nice transition without me, uh, well, without having me here. And you know, I think you guys did a, a, a great job. So um, I, I, I'd imagine the you know if I had a good time, I'm sure the listeners did too. Cool. I hope so too. I hope yeah. everybody enjoyed it, you know, and then, uh, thanks, you know, <clears throat> no, we are more than happy to help out. Um, and my main, look, my main issue is getting the intro correct. That's all, you know, you that's really it. all I care about. The yeah. rest of the stuff yeah. was like, whatevs, you know, let's <laughs> get the right. intro in, dude. Exactly. <laughs> They're like 15 minutes in, like, what the hell show is this? I thought this was, why is this on the nostalgic feed? <laughs> <laughs> where's peter <laughs> right, no, yeah. where's, i missed miss right. that guy where's he anyway so what are we talking about today peter we are talking about feel the dreams and as we do with any other show before we get into the movie let's talk about the the weekend of its release uh the only other movie worth noting here that actually did very very well itself is also getting its remake treatment later on uh, this year for um for us pet cemetery Oh, I did not know that came out the same weekend. Yeah, same that is weekend. Uh, it made, let's see here, I don't know numbers, but uh looks like grossing. You, you know what? They they both came out the same weekend and they both did well. How about that? Okay, how about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're neck and neck. They're neck and neck, yeah. They were. They were. You know, pe- people love their horror movies and people love their sport movies. There you go. You know. There you go. Pet Cemetery, by the way, the new one looks. I, I've been wanting to see it. I've been working a lot, but I. I it looks. It looks good. Like, I'm, looks pretty not good. Not gonna lie. Looks. Looks scary. Uh-huh. It looks scary. <laughs> well, yeah. No, it does. I mean, might be yeah, too scary but for that's me to what go. I mean. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one I catch on an eleven o'clock matinee, so I can get out in the daylight. <laughs> oh sure. Us. I'll go watch <laughs> this one. A little too scary for me. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a, a true horror. Not to say that us wasn't, well, because that's a different type of horror. That's a different kind. Yeah, this it's definitely more suspense. Some horror, you know, it's horror, but with suspense, and it's uh that 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 which I really I really enjoy those kind of movies. This is like straight up horror. Now, now, did you see a preview of it uh, when you watched us? Because they showed it when we watched it. Not in the uh, not in the movie theater. No, no trailer. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, that, they had like an extended trailer in the movie theater, and I was like, well, I kind of wish it wasn't extended because. They showed a little too much, mm. but it did look scary, scary um, AF, as the kids are saying. Sure, sure. <laughs> scary AF. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for spelling the word AF. Um, <laughs> and the number one song at the time of this movie's release, Like a Prayer by Madonna. I'm familiar with that one. 
that was uh, number one for three weeks. You know, yeah. Madonna was hot. You know, it's, it's yep. still '80s, late '80s here. Yep. So, yep. yeah, yeah, we, we, uh, I think we all know that one. That's it's, a big, that's a pretty, her... that's a big one. That's mm-hmm. one of her big ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So we'll jump into it. Feel the dreams. Uh, this one directed by Phil Alden, Alden Robinson. My apologies. Uh, starring Kevin Costner as one Ray Kinsella. Uh, Amy Madigan plays his wife Annie. James Earl Jones, surprise for me, uh, plays uh, Terrence Mann, a author. Ray Liotta plays Sheila's Joe Jackson. Um, Burt Lancaster as Moonlight Graham, uh, aka Doc, right? Doc Moonlight Graham. Yep. Um, We'll leave it at that and kind of talk about some of the other characters as as we uh, get into them. Right. Um, right. This in, this movie a little bit of refresher for those who haven't seen it in, uh, in a while. You know, is thirty years. Uh, a kind of a new farmer. You know, dude here. He hears voices saying, "Hey, you need to do things." You know, and one of them is make a baseball field, which he does, <laughs> and something about easing some pain. Uh, and, and my question to you, Mariano. Yeah. You know, it's been a while yeah. since I've spoken with you. Is this heaven? Right. No, it's Iowa. No, it's Iowa. It's Iowa. That's 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 what we're doing here. Um, yeah. So if you guys haven't picked up on it yet, this was my first time watching this movie. Yeah, it was your first time, newbie. Newbie, oh, newbie, indeed. That's, so that's, uh, you're a rookie you then. I'm, rookie I'm a rookie. Watching this I'm film. a rookie. Yeah, just one behind the ears. <laughs> Red shirt, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, that's that's different. But that, okay. that's okay. okay. That's sports. Peter, talk, we're though. doing okay. We're doing. It is definitely so. sports talk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which, which reminds me, short, short side, real quick, short one. Uh, my son just turned eighteen, right? And so um, he's like really into hockey right now, like the last year, like okay. really like big on. To, which you know, I'm not a big hockey guy myself. This is like it's probably like I'm into hockey, like you're into baseball. That's kind of like the okay. comparative That's thing fair. here. And so we we're uh, uh, Allegro and I were like, we're like, oh, you know, I know the couple players that he likes, whatever. But we can't find anything in the brick and mortar. We got to go like actually online and get something for him, you know, as far as like specific player jerseys or whatnot. Okay. And and I'm all like, why don't we just get him a T-shirt that says sports on it? <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm it. Eighteen sure year old would like that. It's a that. sports jersey. Absolutely. Sports. <laughs> And, and anyway, you know, sorry, just I'm... one of his favorite numbers, maybe. Yeah, you know? right. Like, exactly. Can't go wrong just, with that. <laughs> what if he's? What if you get a shirt that says "sports" on it and a triangle on the triangle? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? just give just get him a a gift card to um I don't know just sports or I don't know if right. there's just sports out there. I don't know if that's yeah. We have like well, uh, we, yeah. Well, over here, I think I guess in this area, it's just dicks. It's full of dicks. Okay, okay. I, I had to think about it. Okay, dick sporting goods. <laughs> dick sports. Yeah, sporting goods. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, like this. This podcast just went. I mean, we have not been together for a while. This is like going off the rails. Like, yeah, right, real quick, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so, this is your first time watching this film. Interesting. I, I'm yeah. very now. I'm really curious to hear what you thought. But um, I'm gonna jump right in. I know. I know you're you're a constantly professional, Peter. You were, your next question was gonna be like. Are you familiar with this film? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Am I right? Yes. Yes. Oh, see, I still, I haven't, I don't feel like I've lost a connection to you quite it's yet, Peter. Assist. It's an assist. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's yeah. muscle memory. You know, I <laughs> right, exactly. passed you the ball and you caught it, you know, without even looking. Yep. Exactly. It's like, you know, exactly. I was going to make it a baseball analogy, but I lost it. It would have gone okay. over my head. Lost it. And then, yep, exactly. you know, the I first the baseman would have ran to second. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's not good. <laughs> um, no, it isn't. So I am biased. I'm very biased with this movie, and because uh, my my uh, favorite sport, particularly growing up, 
is baseball. Like baseball, uh, I come from uh, from uh, Nicaragua, which is like a baseball, like that's the sport of the nation. You okay. know what I mean? Oh, okay. Um, okay. Soccer's not. You think for, you think soccer? You know, soccer is more like a sport for like Costa Rica and other countries, but. For us, it's like you know, Venezuela is another country that has like baseball. It's like huge sport, right? So there's certain Latin American countries. You can see why it's so many Latin American players in major leagues. So, with that said, you know when uh, this movie came out in in '89, um, and so I was like in high school, and I was playing high school baseball at the time when it came out. And and, and it's interesting because it's if baseball is like the background of this film, but it's like really about regrets about father and son relationship and that kind of stuff so it hit me like on like all kinds of levels besides the baseball aspect of it the kind of magical feel and also the father and son which is the real core of this whole story and that that just gets me like anything that has to do with father and son redemption i'm like a freaking emotional mess so this is like one of my favorite films uh and i was like curious because i haven't seen it since like in like 15 years, maybe 14 years. Cause like my son was really young when I saw it last. And I, I know this movie f- like really well. I've seen it so many times. In fact, every year I would watch it right at the beginning of, of baseball season when the season would start. So it, it's Is it a tradition for you. Yeah. Yeah. It became that. And then, um, it just got kind of got lost along the way. Um, so, you know, so, but again, watching it, watching it, I'm like, I, I didn't miss any of the beats and, and some of my favorite scenes and whatnot. So, uh, again, being very biased about it. So it's like one of my one of my favorites. And interestingly enough, I think that when a film is, no matter what era, when a film is made well enough, you know, I mean, and I know there's certain things that are like, you kind of, I got to kind of like go with, you know, like kind of let it slide a bit with my bias and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it still holds up really well to me anyway. Okay, so... I, I gotta throw this out now. This is definitely a baseball movie, more so than a another movie being a Christmas movie. I'll let people think about that. Oh, okay. okay, so this I, is definitely. A baseball I will movie. say <laughs> that I'm agreeing with you on that. <laughs> okay, I totally I agree with you on that because we had this discussion behind the scenes where I'm with you. That is not a Christmas movie, but we're not gonna go there. We're, we're not, talking about that. We're not. We missed um, his birthday. But, that's when we were gonna, you know, troll people yeah, and release it, but we missed it, so that's okay. I know. <laughs> I know. That's okay. We probably don't need that smoke, right? <laughs> no, no. Fourth uh, of July is coming up. Maybe we'll do it for that for no reason at all. <laughs> right. um, so let me tell you what I did know about Field of uh-huh. Dreams. Okay, I knew Kevin Costner was in it. I didn't know... Well, I'll tell you what I did and did not know. Just kind of mix it in there. Right. Um, I didn't know who played his wife. I did not know James Earl Jones was in this. I did not know... Didn't know Mufasa was there, huh? Mufasa, uh, uh, (laughs) King... um, The King of Zumunda, sorry. Yeah, right, yeah. And Ray Liotta. I did not know Ray Liotta was in this movie either. So that's how very little I've known of this movie. What I did know is that he builds a baseball field... And I was surprised as all hell how early it was into the damn movie when that happened. So when it happened, like I go, wait the, a minute, <laughs> where do we go it's from like here? The first, like, it's like <laughs> yeah. the first five or ten minutes. That's I mean, it. like, really? He, the first the first scene is him t- t- telling his background story, and the next scene he's f- freaking tearing down the corn to the baseball I'm like, field. wait a minute now. He's already hearing voices? <laughs> it's, already he- it's, it's already happening. And, and at some point, wasn't it like skittles or something that that like kind of took this and did like a, a commercial yeah somebody did i want to okay. say it was skittles or um m&ms or something of that nature right right it's probably Skittles. i think skittles sounds right 
Yeah, but you know, I'm it, sure was some very, it was a very, it was a, it was a very uh, kind of iconic uh, pop culture reference, you know. Right. People love this movie. I do know that. And what I did not know is that it was also nominated nominated for three Academy Awards, including Best Picture. You really? Know, um, yeah. So, uh, so I'll give you my initial thought of the movie, okay. or mm-hmm. I guess what I thought of it after watching it. I thought it was mm-hmm. a very sweet movie. But like after kind of reading up on it afterwards, I was like, "Wait, it was nominated for Best Picture." I, I, I was like, "Okay, this this has got to be, um, you know, it, it's because like people have like that nostalgic attachment to baseball growing up, you know, and and watching uh, maybe baseball with their family because that's you know called Amer- America's pastime, right?" Uh, yeah. So I, I I think maybe that had a lot to do with it because I didn't think like the writing was particularly good i mean it was fine i understood the story and it that that was another thing it, it got nominated for like maybe best adaptation uh, of of something else which this is also oh, based on a book oh yeah. wow so it is yeah it is yeah and so i i don't know um i i guess because i came into it not knowing exactly what it was about i had you know i was sitting there most of the time trying to figure it out i was like well the baseball field is now built what does it become now is okay so is it a a buddy story you know where they go on a road trip together no not necessarily and then and then you you got ray runs into doc in like the 1970s i'm like okay well now he's traveling in time (laughs) you know so (laughs) <laughs> I, I guess maybe if I kind of like had an idea how fantastical this movie was, maybe right, right. You know, if, if, I, if I was expecting all of that, but I was like, so I, because my thing was, I thought baseball was going to be the main story here. You know what I mean? And and right. the the fact that yeah. how they teased that he was going to potentially lose his house because of what he did, you know, and and all that. So I thought that was going to be a bigger story than it actually was. Um, his brother in law kind of be kind of being like the mustache twirling villain didn't really work for me either because because he's not even really a villain, and so he's playing up to like eleven right. as the villain. But I'm like, you're the brother in law. <laughs> Um, yeah. We should try to cut him some slack. Like, hey, you guys, you can have a couple of months, but get your shit together and build up the again or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, he was. Um, uh, so go ahead, Peter. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Uh, I was just going to say that the PTA scene reminded me very much of uh, Footloose. And I almost think that like this entire film was kind of like a precursor to Quantum Leap. And I'm not trying to like make, you know, make fun or anything like that. Cause I see a lot of things in here where I go, man, I wonder if Donald Belisario, the creator of Quantum Leap watched this and got some inspirations where, you know, the, this field of dreams is given, giving Ray chances to kind of right wrongs in a sense. And that's what Quantum Leap was right. about. You know, the damn first episode also involved uh, baseball. Uh, Sam often finds himself leaping into, like, sports players. He was a farm boy himself. So I saw a lot of things in here where right. I'm just like, man, is that what this is? And and so I, I liked the movie, but it's just it wasn't what I expected. Um, I didn't think, like, it was slow or anything like that because I, I think once James Earl Jones showed up on the screen, I think I was more invested in his character than I was Ray, you know, and his family, unfortunately. Right. You know, because I thought maybe because Annie is, you know, still living like in the 60s you know she's still like hippie type and that's maybe why she's so right. supportive but i'm sitting there thinking like i don't know if the 80s was that different because i was so young but like damn she is supportive as all hell <laughs> like uh <laughs> you're gonna deplete our savings to build a baseball diamond field because you heard voices all right all right i guess we'll see how this goes you know yeah, what i mean that's- 
that's a uh, yeah that be like we need to make an appointment yeah <laughs> like right that. <laughs> right so this this is where um, i'm mariano say, with 2019 yeah, eyes this is where, yeah right? yeah yeah right <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know it's fun it was funny and this would be like being like oh, i'm totally nostalgic um i will say that uh when i say like is baseball is not necessarily the the main focus it is like the big player in in the story Mm-hmm. because it ties everything together, right? It ties in uh, Doc Graham. It ties in ter- uh, Terrence Mann, uh, Ray Cancella. You know, it ties in uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson. It ties in Ray's dad, right? All these things are tied in with baseball. And you're right. It's totally a, like, this is almost like I would like to say, because I, I know baseball has not, it's not as popular as it was back in the day, you know what I mean? The NFL is huge, right? And the NFL is kind of losing a little bit of it, of its luster the last few years. But the NBA is huge because NBA is like, you know, we're going international and they're like a big, a big sport. So baseball is kind of like still popular, but not in the sense like, like it was back then. So I think that this, this movie came out at a time when it still could kind of draw up on that nostalgia, you know, and you have enough people in 89 who are middle aged and maybe older and even with, you know, with younger kids or whatever, who can really like look at the story and go, wow, this is like, you know, like their, their Iowa or heaven or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, and I think what resonates with me is because again, the, the love of the game and also like me playing it and all that other stuff. And the, the thing that I, the, what I really en- enjoyed of the story is, is the, like you were saying, Peter, like the writing wrongs or the, whatever regrets he had and also the biggest regret that ray had was being a total ass 17 year old asshole to his dad mm-hmm. <laughs> and always picturing him like his dad is like he said my dad's basically ancient when i met him like he was already broken down a broken down man and that's kind of a and i was you know and it, this, this i felt some type of way about that like even when i first saw it i was like damn that's kind of a terrible way to look at your father like oh that's he, he's a broken down man so th- do you throw him away is that what's happening here you know there was some issue with him kind of wrapping his head around then i think that's the whole regret thing is i said something terrible to him before the last time i talked to him and then next thing you know i'm at his funeral so i'm like that's that's a pretty fucking that's a fucked up event do you know right, what i mean right um just to get like a little per- personal here i had issues with my father but it was more of his his vices and whatnot but and i didn't reconcile with him till i was in my early 20s and luckily i did that because he ended up dying about 10 years later and actually less than 10 years later and so at least i was able to reconcile and see him and see him before he got really sick and all that and so that's why you know growing up not really having him in my life is uh, a thing that happened to me that that's when when i see something like this whether whether it's field of dreams whether it's like uh anybody out there who watches this is us there's an episode called memphis which kind of touches up on that and that is like out freaking ball out cry you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. it touches up on fatherhood so um i still i still tear up man like at the end you know i still have that and it's not it's not about baseball per se you know what i mean right right baseball is like a conduit to the the relationship that he never truly ray never truly gave himself wholly to the relationship to his father you know what i mean he really looked down on him into a certain way and was able to like basically step over him as he left the door kind of thing, you know? And so he's, and he being a father now is like, how the hell did that feel to my father? You know what I mean? So that playing catch at the end, dude, feels right. And I think that you're right as far as the writing. Much better catch sequence than in guardians of the galaxy volume two. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I didn't, I didn't catch that until you just said it right now. That that's a kind of a callback to that. Yeah. The whole father play cat. Yeah, that's totally that. Wow. But and you're right. That's because the original one wasn't Field of Dreams. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll I'll say that uh, that um, with with that said, uh, it is it is the writing to me it does enough. Do you know what I mean? Like. You're right. It could have been better because there's certain parts where I'm like, okay, this is a little, uh, not necessarily like top-notch writing. Um, editing, I think a couple of times was kind of questionable, but there was some really good, sequ- uh, you know, change of um, scene scenes that they did that, that worked out pretty well. Um, and let me tell you, man, the the music I think is one of the things that really got people because the music was really good for that. Come oh, on, yeah. like pulls at your uh, your heartstrings, right? Yeah, I mean, James it was like Warner, really, who that. That score, that musical score is like, you almost feel like the right arrangement to basically get you all emotional, you know? And um, one of my favorite scenes is Doc Brown not, you know, doing his thing and not being uh, able to come uh, back uh, because he saved, yeah. Doc Brown's Back to the Future. I'm sorry, <laughs> Doc Graham. <laughs> Graham. Quantum Leap, Back to the Future. What are we talking about here? <laughs> You're trying to get brownie um, points for me. You, you want me to love this movie am, yeah. more. Um, okay. <laughs> but Doc, Doc Graham kind of doing that. And one last thing, Peter, before I forget. Um, when you were saying, Peter, you were saying how how you weren't sure coming into it, you had no idea what it was about. And and I, I get that. It's like, oh, shit, you didn't realize that it's the total fantasy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like right away you think, thinking, oh, this guy just cuts down his cornfield for a baseball field and because he hears a voice. And what does that mean? Maybe that's as far as the fantastical side of it. But it gets really like, out there like him going back to 71 or whatever you know um them seeing the board in in uh, fenway park or all these all these things that you know besides like freaking ghost players from the 20s showing up to your yeah to your house to, to play ball or whatnot yeah yeah you know that's a that's like i mean it's very much fantasy and if you're like you know number one you're not familiar with baseball and then number two you're like you had no idea this wasn't really based on reality <laughs> like it's like, it could be definitely throw you throw you a curve yeah so i mean I know I, I said that the, like the writing I didn't think was like particularly um, uh, really good, but I mean there was a lot of points that I like. I, I love the, you know the, you know the the backstory about the father, and then we get that at the end, and I think that that moment is really earned, and I you know it really did hit me in the feels too. Uh, you, you mentioned the score, and uh, I I failed to mention that it did get nominated for best original score as well. So that was the third one. Yeah, that one makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I guess for me, uh, the the fact that it kind of just went into it, he heard the voice and already is building a baseball field. I think that's where I was like, oh man, I, I wish they could have worked that up a little bit more. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. need a reason why he's hearing things. I can accept that he has a very supportive wife. That's kind of like, okay, you hear things, you know, let's let's okay, let's do it. I I could I could use a little bit more setup. You know, for that stuff, um, the moment where him and Terrence Mann go to the you know the baseball game, then he sees the thing on the screen, that didn't appear fantastical to me. It just looked like something on the screen, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, 
you know, and it wasn't until he was all like, did you see that? And turns out I was like, nope, didn't see nothing. <laughs> you know, um, it, it's just like the, the setting that stuff up, I think could have been a little bit cleaner. And I, I know we are talking about a movie from like 1989. Uh, right. Do I think this needs like a remake? No, I think this movie is fine. But just because I came into this movie with a different notion that I was going to expect a little bit more baseball. Um, and I'm com- I'm completely fine with, you know, the, 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 the product that I was given. I do like, and, you know, maybe I could have got a little bit more of this or maybe in a different movie get some more of this. I really liked Ray and those uh, baseball ghosts, you know, like um, yeah. when they're playing. Yeah. When they're like. Yeah, it, that was a lot of fun. Like when his uh, Ray's wife calls him in for dinner, they all make fun of him. Yeah. They're, and they're, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's That's a, pretty funny. Like, yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. And so I, I thought we were going to get maybe more of that and, and that that would become something. But I mean, once I figured out that wasn't what it was, and I guess I didn't really realize it until a little bit later on, uh, I, I was fine with it. And I thought we were going to get more of like them saving their house because they introduced like the, the in-laws, you know, we saw like the mother-in-law, the right. brother-in-law and him being such, so mustache twirling. I, 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 I would have liked to kind of see, I mean, I know, I guess we kind of see like all the people driving out to his house at the very end, right? At least that's what I thought it was. Right. Am I wrong on that? Okay. That's, that's yeah. what it was, yeah. yeah that's see, what it, it was, yeah. It, that's nice, but I would have liked to see, I don't know, I, I felt like they were building up and I don't know, maybe that wasn't so well fleshed out as uh, as well, you know, like they were trying to give us something rather than this sweet story. I was like, I don't know if I ever really felt like they were going to lose their home. You know, there was almost no stakes because I was just like, oh, it's, it's, it's right. all going to work out. So maybe maybe something there um, that could have made it a little bit more interesting. But I really did enjoy like uh, the Ray and Terrence scenes, especially when he's trying to kidnap him. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like I, I, I loved all that. Yeah, to remind him he was a pacifist. He's like, oh god damn it, I'm a pacifist. I can't beat you over the head with a crowbar. <laughs> I loved like, all that. Again, yeah. again, when James, like, James Jones, Jones shows man. up, he, yeah. he, he was yeah. the MVP. Yeah, uh, I, I think they have that yeah. in James uh, Earl, Baseball yeah. too. Okay, Jay, yeah, they do. They okay. do actually. Yeah, James, okay. Earl, James Earl Jones shows right there why he's James Earl Jones. Right, it didn't just he was voice. crotchety old like uh man. No, he's he was like old, old uh, hermit man or whatever. Played him so well and cranky, and then finally when he was kind of like deciding whether he was all in, and then when he finally was all in, he was all in. Right, and and the way that um he as you know playing a writer and also basically questioning Ray on you know had Ray open up about his relationship with his father. So that's like Terrence Mann basically going like. You know, ta- you know, kind of easing on on the questions, and uh, I like the scenes when they're in Minnesota and he's interviewing all the people that knew Doc Graham, <laughs> and right, right. Um, all that. All those real scenes are cool. Anything apparently. with James Earl Jones, right? Yeah, and uh, and um, his and here's the here's the thing when it comes towards the end is his speech, right? His speech about coming and why they would come, you know, and and tying it to baseball. And this is where the like the big part of like again, if you have the history with the game or the nostalgia for it then that's where like that's the bigger like you know the third act there's a big scene why do people why are people going to come here and save your farm dude because of baseball and he tells you why and that's kind of an iconic and it's and as iconic because not just of the words but it's james Earl jones basically doing like uh a speech of sorts you know in the end of your film mm-hmm. um so i would say that I, I i think the beginning part in the end and, and maybe something that you may have a problem with is 
is I can see how that can translate better if you're reading book as opposed to putting it into script. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if they're being like very like um, economical with the time because it clocked in at what? Uh, it's oh, under two 45? hours, right? Yeah. Is it one forty? Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if it's just a matter of like we're you know, and again, it could be nineteen eighty nine and and the outlook on how long movies should be. You know what I mean? Maybe less leeway of making a movie over two hours long about this subject and having it like having the uh the concern of the dragging at all but you i know that translating like if if you if you were I, I never read the book but i'm only assuming that in the book i'm sure you can cover a lot more ground you know what i mean with that so right. that might be it as far as like being economical as far you know like and also how much yeah how much uh how much they want to put on the screen you know um but i think that to me when it comes to like because i've, I've seen this movie so many times that those things don't don't bother me because I know you know what I mean. I'm already in it. I already know what's what's happening, and uh, I'm already in, invested in it. Um, and the the thing about the wife kind of always it kind of like not necessarily bothered me, but kind of I question like, oh, would she really go for this? Would she really be like, yeah, build a oh yeah, sure, go drive to Boston and kidnap our favorite writer, <laughs> you know, sure, right. go to Minnesota, you know what I mean, all that stuff, and uh, you know, so so I can see that, but then. I have to like chalk it up to okay, it's a fantasy. This is a fantasy. There's right. certain leeway you have, you know. Um, and to be honest, for the wife, once the the ba- building the baseball field should have been like the biggest, the biggest obstacle I think for him. And I wonder if in the book it is more of an obstacle of him trying to build it and you know his work like uh, Annie called like I don't know about that. Um, but once like Shoeless Joe Jackson shows up to your to your yard. <laughs> To your base, you know, to your diamond, and starts hitting the ball, and then like a bunch of like guys in old timey uniforms show up out of the freaking cornfields and play play a game in front of you. I, I mean, if I were in that family, I'd be like, and see that I'm like, okay, we're all in. What are we doing? You know what I mean? What do we need to do? And can you tell those dudes to like help us save the farm? Because <laughs> right. use your magical powers to, like, so that we're not broke here and like end up, you know, uh, cutting all this down anyway. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's kind of how I see that. And I, I think. What the biggest scene in the in the film, you know, again, it's just a transition. You know, you have Doc Graham saving uh, Karen and basically going like, "It's okay, I had my chance to to do my thing. I I I I got my hit. You know, I the one wish he had, and he's okay with that. He's ready to go on. You know what I mean? To the other side or whatever. And the goodbye that all the players gave him and the respect they gave him. That's that's another choke. Like, get me in my feels scene. And then you have James Earl Jones giving a speech. You're like, what the heck? And then the catch with his father. That's, you know what I mean? They, they kind of hit you, bam, 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 with like, you know, like a, a, a triple of sorts, you know, as far as the amount of, of like play? emotional. Yeah, tr- <laughs> no, tr- like a triple, like a hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not a triple play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> we'll go with that. Score. <laughs> um, as far as like, trying to hit you in the in the in the fields with the nostalgia the family relationship father and son and the respect of someone who gave like their life basically to become a doctor and help others you know that kind of stuff so all those and the respect given by the players that that to me is like like they they're like man they just want you to get all emotional and then of course the soundtrack you know the the score in the background you know so oh yeah yeah so i, I yeah, i'm glad you love this movie it's like one of my favorites <laughs> you know, and, and and that's fine. Like you know, I'll, I'll tell you this: I do want to rewatch it again after knowing okay. how, how it plays out, 
And um, you, right. you you mentioned the the scene with the daughter, and that kind of came out of I don't want to say nowhere. It came out of left field, huh? Yeah, that's a yeah. That's analogy. So that was really good. That now here's really the thing. Good. See, I would have liked it better. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, uh, again, like this is based on a book. I don't know how close it is to the book. But what if the daughter had like a a, a pre-existing condition, and then it was something right. that Doc Graham could have helped out with, rather than her just accidentally getting knocked off Choking the bleachers? On that, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. And I'm just like, because that again, I was just like, wait, what? And yes, he happens to be there and saves yeah. her. But you know, if, if it was just something that we kind of knew that was coming, and it's like, hey, this is this is that chance for you know, um, he comes out, and and so that that was all still kind of be the same, but just that this was so abrupt, I felt like it was almost kind of shoehorned in. That's just coming from like somebody watching it for the very first time. Um, I do. It was um, it was definitely something that was kind of like a device to get Doc Graham. Do you know to what I mean? Like step out, yeah. I, I, I'm with you on I'm with you on that because I've always felt like that particular scene. I'm like, ah, I'm not. I mean, really, that's quite a the way that it was set up. Plus, you know, like the the brother-in-law throwing her over, you know, basically pushing her off, and she falls down that hard, she's choking. You know, doc doc the doc comes in and like basically just slaps her on the back, which is kind of like like okay, um, all those things. It, it was just a vehicle to get him to step over the line and basically not be able to come back. Right. Um, and so I have to, you know, again, me watching it for a bunch of times, I'm just like, I, I gotta let go. Cause I, you know, after like maybe the 10th watch, I'm like, okay, I'm actually letting it go now. <laughs> Cause sure, I definitely sure. did not like that. I'm with you, Peter. I didn't like the trans, the use of that. And I, I like your idea of like, if she had a pre persistent condition of so anything, you know, then that would make more sense. I, yeah, I, I mean, get that. Like, you know, then you're, again, it's, it's not even just waiting. It's like, it's, we know it's going to happen. We know it's a thing that could happen, you know? Yeah, it, it, you know, like they need a, um, you know, a doctor right then and there, and they can't leave the field because of, you know, of how serious it is. And so that kind of puts a little bit more, you know, risk on the daughter. So there's more stakes. Um, the fact that he, right. he kidnapped Terrence, like, you know, I thought it was really funny when he's all like, oh, you're, you're missing. <laughs> you know, he's looking at the newspaper. Well, right, I, yeah. I, I wish there yeah. would have been a little bit like, you know, there's, there's cops that are coming after him because he, he had kidnapped Terrence, but, <laughs> but there's a misunderstanding. Like Terrence is actually okay, but the cops don't know that. You know, just just some of those things. You know, um, and and maybe maybe my suggestions are more tropey, uh, which is fine. I mean, again, right. this this movie was nominated for Best Picture, so clearly there was a lot of love in the Academy. Uh, so I am really uh, I kind of want to talk about this. You know, I'm looking at some some of the scores yeah. here that are very interesting, and we'll kind of get into this and and uh, wrap up here. So. I'm gonna throw in uh -huh. a third third score just because we've never done it, and I thought this was interesting. So IMDb gave it seven point five out of ten. Uh -huh. Really good, right? Okay. Um, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes is um, is ripe at eighty six percent. So that's you know, okay, a little bit higher. Metacritic. It's really good. Yeah. So th these are the critics. Fifty seven percent. Oh, okay. Fifty seven. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So the critics and it got and it got nominated so for an Academy Award. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I can see, and again, I think the 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 things that you um, brought up that make sense to me are the idea of nostalgia, pulling a lot on nostalgia, and I can see how, you know, and watching again. Again, I'm watching it with 2019 eyes now, and I was worried about, man, am I really going to still like it? You know, and me knowing the movie so well, I'm like, okay, I still love the film, and I see the problems 
And I personally just let go of these problems. But mm-hmm. I can definitely see someone who, who would like for you, for instance, watching the first time saying, okay, this is a pretty decent movie, but there's definitely some issues along the way. And whether they can omit or add anything, uh, I think that it, it has to maybe, it could be a little clunky at times. And again, I think you're right. The writing is not necessarily stellar. But when they, when they do um, like hit it out of the park, it's like, Terrence Mann getting the freaking great lines, you know what I yeah. mean? Or getting, or there's a couple of good things in here and there. Because to be honest, Kevin Costner to me, like, is a decent enough actor, and sometimes he's really good, and sometimes he's like stiff as a board, you know? So I, I don't know exactly how to take uh, Kevin Costner as, a, as an actor in general, you know? Because it's kind of goes either or for me, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so, you know, he's been on very iconic movies. So, like, I, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's, I can see where the credits are coming from, mm. you know. Um, I would, I would give it, for me, and it's purely nostalgia. I would give it eight out of ten for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I were to just put on a critic's hat and say, critic, look at the film as as a just a you know try to be as objective as possible, then I would be more on the six out of ten. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, I can definitely see that. Oh, you see, you're even being more critical than me, and and. You know, people are probably sitting there thinking like, well, Peter's shitting all over this movie. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, this is the first time I've seen it. So I'm just kind of giving right. you, you know, what I think. But I, I, I would right. say, you know, I'm closer to the IMDb. Um, IMDb has it 7.5. I, I'd say, you know, I think it's a pretty good 7. You know, if somebody said, oh, oh would you think of a field dream? I go, hey, th- I thought that was a pretty good movie, you know, but I'm not into baseball. And, um, but, right. you know, I do enjoy the story they were telling. And I enjoyed the um the interaction with Terrence and Ray I like the story about him and his dad and getting that at the very end and some of those things too like um I know that again this is fantasy and so they're not really establishing any kind of rules but I'm like well how come like why can't his dad know that's him right you know like yeah, I don't, I don't a, see a it's problem a, in it's that. a there are no real rules in the world, you know what I mean? His and Ray's like ad- adventures through through this. There are no real rules. It's almost like they use, like you were saying, they use a mashup of different things, whether it's time travel, um, you know, like illusions, uh, hearing voices, right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the and the fact board. that it was, yeah, right. And it was, and it was like, uh, and it was Shoeless Joe Jackson the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, because that's another thing at the end where he says it was him basically, and. And um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of a, ma- a mix of many things, which is kind of like a thing to its own, I guess. You know, um, uh, one last thing I, 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 that that kind of stands out to me towards the end is basically Ray saying, what about me? You know, and, and, and she was just like, is this why you did it because of you? And he's like, well, no, you know, it's kind of an interesting scene because the whole time he's doing all this stuff and it's like I'm sacrificing so much. And what what exactly, you know, what's in it for me in a sense? You know, it's not necessarily a terrible thing to ask. You're like, well, I'm doing all this. What's, you know, I'm helping out, but what's the point, you know? And then you would get to the whole father thing. You're like, Yo, well, this is actually for you. It's you getting to reconcile with your dad for freaking, you know, for for the, who who gets that chance once your father's dead? You know what I mean? You don't. Right. So anyway, it's a, uh, yeah, it, I, I think that maybe I'm critical with a six out of 10 only, only in the sense that. You know, I'm, I might just be more critical, period, when it comes to films. You know what I mean? I'm finding, I'm finding myself, like, more and more like that just because we watch so much, you know, TV and movies where I'm, I'm definitely, I think, being more, trying to be more critical with things. Um, and as far as, like, the nostalgia, you know, the 8 out of 10, 
maybe closer to nine, you know, somewhere along that line for me, just because the more I think about it, because I really do love this film. And, 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 you know, anytime, this is a movie that before, you know, like, you know, I stopped doing the traditional thing or watching it before the baseball season. Like I, if it comes on TV, I would watch it, you know, and I, I memor you know, almost memorized this thing. So, uh, yeah, it's, so it's, I don't know. I guess it's weird because Peter, you know how there are certain movies that you really enjoy, but you know, they're not that good. Oh but yeah, you I, just love them. You know what I, I mean? Have I have comp. those. I have a great comp for yeah. this. Back to the Future uh, Part Two. Yeah, you know, yes. I've I've seen people like live comment, you know, on Facebook as they're watching this, and they're like, "This is a rehash of the first movie." I go, "Yeah, right. so is the third yes, movie. Yeah. The, the, right. the third movie is a rehash right. as well." Um, and and I love everything about the trilogy, you know, and I I, I uh, know that there's holes and things and um you know like martin mcfly being called a chicken doesn't get introduced until the second movie and, right. I, and I get all that like well, how come we didn't get that in the first movie well you know it's it, that, that's the nostalgia right right and, right and i understand that uh back to feature two like you know you have to be a big fan of the trilogy to even like that one because a lot of people don't like that one at all right right so yeah i, I could totally understand you know so it's kind of it's an interesting i think this is an interesting uh choice for us to kind of talk about um well good thing is you know it's an anniversary one too which is cool but it's interesting because it does have that whole like i know it's not a perfect movie or i think it's a good movie might not be a great one but to me it is great just because of that you know what i mean so that's mm -hmm. it's a very interesting kind of way to look like so it just makes it it just makes it interesting for for having a conversation and especially this is the first time ever so that's kind of interesting and and uh yeah i mean i would definitely watch it again because <laughs> i already told you i watched it a bunch of times so i'm glad to hear that you would willing to watch it again knowing what you know now you know right right absolutely um again uh, i definitely have more things i do like about it and you know and i'm and i'm sure people are like you know the criticisms that i have are pretty nitpicky you know that's fine mm -hmm. right uh i think they'll they'll do it so um yeah this was fun you know so just from listening to your guys review of never been kissed maybe i did miss out on something you know uh and i mean like it was okay to miss out on that i guess um right the, the reason i really wanted to kind of see it was just because jessica alba you know that's the first right. time i <laughs> that's the first time i, I, I took notice of, uh, i uh first time alba. i took notice was idle hands yeah yeah that's about idle the same hands. time yeah 98 yep. i think that one yeah uh, mm -hmm. which yeah so um yep the next movie we have coming up you know i i, I know we have another actually is it is it another Reliota movie is that the next one i think it is uh well let's see oh yes it is a Ray Liotta movie you are absolutely right so we have back-to-back -back Ray Liotta movies the next mm -hmm. one is going to be yep. no escape yeah yep and uh exactly we'll have plenty of puns We'll have more puns maybe, than baseball probably. puns. Uh, maybe probably. not. I don't know. I'm throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, cool. yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks, Mariano, you and Allegra for uh, for putting out the uh, you know the, the episodes in my absence. So I really no, appreciate anytime. that. Yeah. Anytime you go on special assignment, Peter, you just let <laughs> us know, okay? Just uh, next time we will try not to spill the beans. I don't want to give away all your information you know what i mean right That's, right, right well, yeah. well in, in in this particular situation yes let's spill it all cobra kai companion you know <laughs> cobra kai is coming back uh, season two very soon so if you haven't seen season one go back and watch season one you know start that free trial it's very bingeable 30 minutes each 10 episodes very bingeable yes i was like i was mentioned earlier i think in the last episode uh i was like 
gently nudged to you, watch yes, it. You did say a that a few times, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm glad I did. Yeah, and it is it is it's hard to stop. It's like uh, what is the Pringles? Once you yeah. pop, you can't stop. Yeah, right. you can't stop. So, did you watch that big uh, trailer, the official trailer? Yes, that, that I did, sir. What yes, did you I did. think? I think that uh, I saw a lot. I did not want to <laughs> slow it down and freaking like do like I used to. Okay, in Game of Thrones, used to have trailers. I would like watch the YouTube like frame by frame thing. I stopped doing that because I'm like, right. you know what? Stop it, dude. Stop it. You're gonna watch what you're gonna watch. So there was a lot of information. Um, I I dug it, but at the th- same time, it's like I don't really want to go into youtube and dwell into too many things because i don't want i don't what if i accidentally learn something that I'm, i'd rather watch you know watch as i'm watching the show so sure, sure. i i learned to do that with trailers and i get it and i get that there's some there's a people some people love that you know what i mean which is great but I, for me i stopped doing that just because i'm like you know i'd rather watch it myself as i'm watching you know um like you know once in a while again speaking of a big show like game of thrones coming out sunday right um and there's always like you know ever since a few years ago when like Spo- like two episodes like leaked out or whatever and spoilers afoot and i'm like i'm like uh, i don't think i want that you know what i mean like as much as i think i want that i don't right, so right yeah. um i did like it and i only i only watched it twice because i'm like okay i'm gonna watch the second time and that's it i don't want to get in there and speculate anymore i'm just gonna like let it wash over me man you know exactly i'm gonna like uh let it i'm gonna let let it nudge me nudge over me that's what i'm gonna do all right all right very good if, if anybody's <laughs> interested we uh at the time of this recording anyway we have a, a two and a half hour episode dissecting that <laughs> that trailer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not for look, those that want that i will listen to you i listened to you uh interview the big three which i thought was a freaking awesome number one uh opportunity for you guys uh but by, by, by the big three i mean the showrunners of cobra kai mm-hmm. um and uh that was a sweet, that was a really, I really, really liked your interview. And I know that you guys were had like time constraints. So, you know, people busy like that, like, you know, if, if they're willing to give you a time, that's freaking phenomenal. Yeah. And the fact that they're, they're fans of you guys too. That's, I think that's dope. So uh, that interviews, let's talk about it. Cause I know they're not going to give, give away anything. <laughs> they're not going to give away anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, that if you, if you're out there in the world and if you do want to, have a dissection of a trailer go for it but if you want to hear like some really cool interviews man that one was like was really great job man i, yeah. I really enjoyed that appreciate it had, had, a, had a good time i know a lot of people reaching out and be like man it was so cool that they were you know kind of not necessarily quoting but they were like pointing things out that they had heard in like previous yeah. episodes you know right. and at one point, exactly. um, John Hurwitz was like, you know, we're big fans of Back to the Future, as we know you are, Peter. You know, I'm just like, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that was that would have been like the time for you to go like, are, are you stalking me? That's <laughs> that's when you do it. <laughs> Wait, why are you? <laughs> I'm going uh, yes. like, to call the police. <laughs> I'm, feeling, you're like, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling harassed. <laughs> no, anyway, they can, they but no, that was cool. That was a cool interview, man. Want. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Enough All right. of the Cobra okay. Kai stuff. <laughs> On that I'm note, sure. right? <laughs> yeah, Cobra Kai and karate. Wait, no, karate and baseball. That, that's what. Yeah. That's why you come here. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, there you but, go. Yeah, everyone, thanks again. Thanks, you guys, for being patient while while I've been gone. But I'm sure you guys were just as happy to hear, you know, Mariano and Allegra uh, cover some episodes. So, uh, yeah, expect me and Mariano to return next time to cover No Escape. So, uh, Mariano, where can the listeners find you? I forgot all about that when we close out episodes. Yeah, no problem. Uh, uh, if you, you know, Core, Core Temp Arts uh podcast group on facebook and also uh i am at papa elefante that's at p-a-p-a-e-l-e-f-a-n-t-e on uh twitter 
and that's pretty much pretty much it you know and um you know Legger and i we do our uh do a lot of stuff uh, for core 10 parts particularly tv at my brain which uh we're covering american gods right now and uh looking for whatever else is coming out soon i mean there's a lot of stuff in the works we're just waiting to hear what uh what release dates we have for all the shows that we follow that's right so um, for me, if you guys want to get a hold of me, I'm on Podstalgic on Instagram and Twitter. We kept on talking about Cobra Kai Companion, Companion with a K. Just type that in. We're the only one. So you can find our contacts that way as well. So uh, thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.